The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. Yeah. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Yo Yeah What's good? Yeah What's good yeah. out there, man? Yeah 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh We're back We're back Another week of it. Another week at it. Of it. What up, family? A piece of the people that's in the building already. Shout out to the Urban X Nation. Yeah, man. I've been trying to drive that home. The Urban X Nation? The Urban X Nation. Are you, are you like that? <clears throat> I like it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, we building a family here. Okay. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. How you been? I've been good, man. I've been good. What you been doing this week? I know you launched the... Book club? Yeah, so yeah. I yeah. ordered my book. Yeah, it was it's been really it's been really dope. Like I've been people, reading. Yeah, yes. a lot of people have uh, hit me up. A lot of people showed me that they bought their books. Yes. A lot of people um joined in, they sent the emails in, got the emails back and stuff like that. So it's been it's been cool so far. Okay, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. And that's throwback, you know what I mean? Facts. Facts. We need to encourage that more amongst young people. So what, what happened was um I was in my group chat the other day and somebody we were talking about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And my friend, he he uh, put in somebody's like theory of it, and then he said like the the term he used. I was just like, oh, he's a nerd. And then my other friend was like, yo, it's 2019, and you started a book club. You the nerd? Yeah, yeah, facts. I was like, okay. You're the actual uh, nerd, the blurry. Yeah, yeah I was like, you got, yeah, I got it. You're the blurry. I had nothing to respond to either. I just said, like, ah, yeah, I just, yeah, I had nothing to say back to that. I was just like, facts. Oh, you got it. Facts. You got it. So another amazing week uh, on the planet. A lot of news, a lot of feedback. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. the R. Kelly thing became. <clears throat> what I've noticed about that took on the life of his own. Yeah, yeah. What, I, what I've noticed <clears throat> about the R. Kelly thing is that if they did, if they would have spread that, if they would have spread it out, that like all six episodes, it would have fell apart. Right. So they had to get it in and they get it out. They had to give it three straight days. Right. 
or right. else it would have fell apart because a lot of the people, like the people that were actually included, are going down to Ray. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, the, the women are going at it with his wife, yeah, and so his ex wife. Right, it became very ugly. Exactly. So they had a one shot deal basically to get that in, uh, uh, take your yeah. emotions to a certain place, yeah, and then pull out just like the devil. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, they would they would start some out, shit up and peel. If they would have stretched it out, it wouldn't have worked. Facts. Wouldn't Facts. So, um, I'm going to do a commercial real early. Okay. So we can get it out of the way. You know, I'm still rocking this book, Urban Culture Decoded, for $10. All right? So we continue to sell because more and more people have been ordering the book. And we want to meet those needs for those who want to get a unique perspective on what urban culture is really all about. Uh, only the way that I pretty much can break it down. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, it is what it is. And this is something very valuable to have. So you go to idecoded.com. I, the word decode, it.com. And you can get this uh, for a limited time only, but it's still $10. Now, with that being said. Okay. While I was in storage, you know, looking around, checking inventory, I found a box of hip hop decoded. Hmm. I thought those were gone. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought those were now, gone. now, it's not the original cover. Because remember, I signed those 10 of the original covers to never be seen again. But I found a fresh box of the second edition of hip-hop decoded some people were asking this book is out of print as well so what i'm doing for this one is i'm only marking it up five dollars so this book will be 25 dollars until they're gone it's only 36 of them come in a box and they're all available the first 36 people get it for 25 bucks now two things could happen Mm -hmm. i could become famous and become like a, a, a Baldwin or somebody famous. How? What do you mean? Like, dude, one day I might be famous. Okay. Yeah, and this book won't. becomes valuable. Right. Okay. Or I could die. And the book would still be valuable. So you could hedge your bet. Either way, Doc can be famous, James Baldwin type. Mm-hmm. Or he can die. And in any event, this $25 investment could be something you can show off. Hey. You you know you you come into the, you know Facebook yeah it's fucked up what happened to Doc but I got a book you know well, you um, can put it on eBay you know maybe you know what year did that edition come out This edition came out the original one came out two thousand and five I think this one came out two thousand nine I'll look inside of the book and why'd you switch the cover I switched the cover which was suicide for this specific book yeah um a young artist who had read the book became inspired by what he had read. So I gave him an opportunity to give his interpretation. So on it, it's, you know, the serious Orion's belt, UFO, me sitting in the temple, meditating with the five elements of hip-hop around me, the spray paint can, microphone, turntable, sneaker, and a pen, and me in, you know, basically the lotus position of getting it in. Now, the original cover was inspired by A.A. Rashid, the Kabbalistic. And I, I, I got nervous because only those in the so-called conscious community knew what that meant. 
when they saw the Kabbalistic half uh, uh, Egyptian, half, you know, homeboy. And I didn't want to deprive regular readers. Mm -hmm. See, that's the problem. A lot of times you're marketing toward a certain community and right outside that community is hundreds of millions of people who would like to read your work. So like academics only write for other academics. Right. Absolutely. So for 2019, I'm reissuing all the books with more friendlier covers. Uh, This book will be a new edition. So it'll be a revised. So you won't be able to get this. Uh, We've already re-edited Urban Culture Decoded. It had a few glitches. And we're going to soften up the covers so that regular people who are not woke, but I do take naps. That is so dope. That is so dope. (laughs) Those people can get an opportunity to know what's going on in my mind. So, idcoded.com. You can't go to the website right now because we didn't launch this one yet. First thing in the morning, it'll be available I charged $100 for the last 10 copies of the original one. And those flew out. I was shocked. They flew out. When you first told me that idea, I was like, you're bugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This one is only going to be marked up $5. So $25 is 36 of them in a box. I do not have any more. So uh, get one. Somebody asked you're going to sign them. Uh, No, I will not sign them for for $5. (laughs) But if you call me personally, I'll give you a signature. It's no big deal. You know, I just don't want to make that a part of the deal. And I'll be sitting there, wife will be handing me books. And I'll be like, who's this to? Tony from Chicago. Like I know Tony and shit, you know. So we don't want to do that. But if it's a special request, I'm always here to make the people happy. So, uh, again, we love you. Got some support already in the chat. Somebody hit us with some guap. Oh, yeah, we appreciate that. Always. And that was from... Uh, DJ Rob, Loy, LL, Oi, Rob, bro. Thanks for the for the bread, son. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't. I, I'm 50. I do wear glasses, and I should start wearing them. Yeah, I don't. It's really, just that yeah. I had a real cool set, and they broke. And now, you know, I got the nerd set, and I'm like, <laughs> you got the with the, uh, the you know, with the string and shit. <laughs> Back in the welfare frames, the thick ones. My mother said, "Oh, it's it's so." Coincidence, you keep losing these glasses, Dwayne. I got something for your ass. Big ass shoestring around these shits. Can't lose those. You know. You got bullied? I bet you got bullied. Uh, nah, I put my dukes up. All right. I put my dukes right. up. And I was a bummy kid, so I had reasons <laughs> to fight. I was already had an attitude and shit. You know, nigga said something slipped to me. You know, I put in that work. It's time for a Cosby story since you mentioned that. Go ahead. It's been a while since I gave a, a ghetto Cosby yeah, story. This is true. Uh, back in the day, we used to wear the 69s, pro cats. Okay. Right? And um, I always, I, I, I didn't keep mine sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know when, when my brother Chill got his, he, he would always be with his toothbrush. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is he doing down there? Because he knew economically his parents told him, you better keep these sneakers fresh. So he kept his fresh. Mm-hmm. I was a bum. And then my, you know how you get your toenail, uh, a big toenail on your big toe? Mm-hmm. Mine's was an overgrown toenail. And I had a hole in the top of the pro case because it was rubber. Oh, okay. It was rubber. It wasn't leather. Your, your toenail was that sharp. Yeah, it, it broke a hole in it, right? Now, okay. that's not the part of the story that's weird. It gets worse. It gets worse. I, I, you know, oh, okay. I didn't have no choice. I had to wear them. So I'm in the hallway with my man Reg. You know, and you know, he's doing, he boogieing and shit. And, you know, I'm boogieing and, we, you know, we going at it, right? And I started doing the moonwalk. And a roach 
came out the top of the shoe oh. and walked away out the top of the shoe. That is a true story. Oh, I called my man Reg, and Reg was nice about it. He gigged, but everybody else was already in the classroom, so he didn't he didn't blow me up. <laughs> Just shout out, Reg. I would have had to fight the whole class. <laughs> and clearly, one of my homeboy roaches from the crib was like, yo, D, what's going on, man? You boogie, and I want to boogie, too. And the goddamn roach just, just came out the shoe. That's, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's you'd have had to fight everybody. I'd have to fight now, because everybody. He's real for that because he could have really. He could have been like, "Yo, son," and show people the ropes because yeah. the ropes. Were, he was moving <laughs> slow. No, these ropes just came out the top of his shoe. Oh, you know, back yeah. then it was like in the sixth grade or yeah. something. That would have been bad. Yeah, y'all I'd, had to. Yeah, I'd had to fight the whole class. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bowser, don't start. Okay. His name is Lloyd J. Rob. Lloyd J. Rob. Thank you, Lloyd. We appreciate that support. Uh, I, I will start wearing my glasses yeah. so I can get those names. Right? So, young man, what's on the docket? Right. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, first story, uh, this came across earlier this week. Master P signed a deal with Lionsgate to uh, produce his biopic. Or biopic? Is that how you say it? Biopic? Yeah, biopic. biopic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's going to be called King of the South. Oh, okay. And... Uh, it's going to, you know, uh, de- detail his life from childhood to when he was trying to start to rap, to when he was trying to, I guess, play basketball. Because he did all of that. He, he lived like the hood dream. He did. He did. He went to the NBA yeah. on that ass. Yeah. He definitely did. So we want to clap that up because uh, Master P steadily has been... Steadily. He, listen. Uh, and... Uh, I, I didn't appreciate him early on. I got my sisters in the house on Facebook. Appreciate you. Hey, Faith. Alexander, what's good? Oh, shout out to y'all. Um, Master P has been independent. I didn't appreciate the, uh, it make you say, uh, because I was from New York. New York MCs were very biased during that time. Yeah, y'all were really bougie. Anything that because we felt we created this and we spent a lot of time Harnessing our craft with wordplay and things of like that, and for you to just come out and say, make you say, Ugh, we was like, what the fuck is this? Just like with NWA, and these niggas had the Jerry Curl juice and they was fighting over colors. We didn't, we didn't take to that. We didn't take to that early on. You know what I mean? But what Master P was doing, I came to appreciate. Of course, in your older years, you appreciate more his independence. His uh, 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 stance on doing things for himself and yes. his artists, mm-hmm. him turning down a million dollar deal with only $250 in his pocket was gangster or yeah. something to that effect. Yeah. And as a result, to this day, he remains independent. Uh, his ability to, like I said, have a dream to play ball and make it all the way to, to the pros. He played for uh, the Raptors. The Raptors, yeah. He went pro for a little bit. Uh, his his gangster game. He did movies. He did he did movies. Uh, uh, even uh, was Eddie Griffin told a story one time on how somebody came backstage and asked him, "Could these dudes open up for him?" And he said, "Well, let me hear what they got." And they came back and they spit. He said it was dope, so he let them open up. It happened to be Master P, and he didn't know that. Years later, Master P rose up on. Uh, I mean. Eddie Griffin rolls, I mean, Master P rolls up on Eddie Griffin and was like, you don't remember me, do you? 
He was like, no, well, Master P, you gave me my first break. He said, do you have any movie ideas? Well, Eddie Griffin said, yeah. And he came back with his script. He gave him a million dollars. Clap that yeah. shit up. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that. I don't have all the details, but it was something very similar to that. And that's that's called paying that back forward. You know what I mean? You don't know who these people are. And like I said, it's gangster. Like yeah. if you talk shit, his crew put in work. So they oh. wasn't no suckers. All of them on New Orleans. Yeah, all them dudes. Yeah. yeah, they didn't play. Yeah. And they catch you in, you know, they put in that work. And like he said, like one of his goals was to get played on New York radio because he knew how y'all were against Absolutely. Southern rappers. So. Absolutely. So um, I want to uh, commend him. Uh, I, I want to support his story when it comes out. Facts. Facts. Uh, facts. Uh, you know what I mean? Just put it all out there. And Master P is one of those those pioneering guys who started a lot of people out. He gave uh, those other dudes who? cash money in them. Like the blueprint. Oh yeah, yeah, because they they were independent as well. Like right. they started their own thing as well. But but he was the blueprint. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean for how that's done, and uh, that's dope. And I think he's coming out with a gaming system. He's coming well. out. He's trying to come out with a video game. Oh, actual, a video game. Okay. Video game. Okay. Actual video game. So again, actually putting his money in tech, that's big. Listen, diversifying your portfolio. I'm pretty sure um, DJ the Money Coach. That's right. We will uh, will attest to yeah. uh, you know diversifying the portfolio, making sure you adjust with the times because rich people don't go broke. Whether the stock market, I heard him say that. Yeah. Whether the market is up or whether he the said, market he is said down. They make their, he said like people make like a lump sum of their money when the stock market. Is right. Down. So if, again, like um, for the people who did didn't see that video, please go check it out. It's really dope. Go check out the Money Coach. And because for 2019 and beyond, we have to change yeah. our mindset on money. A lot of us just never had money. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to make money and I've never had it. And then when I get a, a small piece, what we do? We spend it on some other shit. So <laughs> we have to change our mindsets for 2019 and beyond and begin to at least understand how money works and how it can work for us. It's a fact. Facts. As the young you are say. tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So this has been going on for a little while. Uh, so Travis Scott has been tapped to perform with uh, Maroon Five for the Super Bowl. In yes, Atlanta, yes, right? yes. Yes. Uh, Big Boy has also signed on to. He's gonna have a little performance as well. So every a lot of people coming at them that they shouldn't perform. Common <laughs> apparently Jay Z was trying to call uh, Travis Scott to tell him not to perform. Right. Right. Um, Ebro. Is calling them corny for, for performing and things like that. And then Travis Scott, he went on, I think he he said on Twitter that him and Kaepernick spoke, that everything is all cool. Then Kaepernick's girl said, that's a lie. I've never talked about that. Right, right. So it's getting kind of ugly. But my thing, what I've noticed is that when, remember, we, we spoke on the show about it. When they initially announced that uh, Maroon 5 was going to be performing in ATL, everybody had a fit. Right, because there were no uh, artists from Atlanta on the bill. On the bill. Everybody had a fit. Now that Travis Scott, who I believe is from Atlanta. Probably, I I'm not sure. I forgot where he's from, but still, Big Boy's from Atlanta. I know that. Yes. Right? You got these people performing, and now everybody is telling them not to perform. Yeah, our people are lost. Our people are confused. And then, again, Jay-Z telling people not to perform. 
Yeah, and that was weird because I put up a text that said, doesn't Jay-Z yeah. represent NFL players? Right? So you're telling them to sabotage the S in essence the job of the people you yeah. represent. And, and, and what if what if everybody boycott and the NFL goes down? How are you gonna feed the goddamn players who you represent? Uh Des Bryant, Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. uh he, he he represents a lot of NFL players. Yeah. Now I understand from a union standpoint, you're fighting for Travis Scott's from Houston, my fault. Okay, he's from Houston. You're fighting for something. Yeah. I get it. But at the same time, you can't sabotage the very people you work for so y'all can prove a point yeah. that some half nigga deserves to be in the NFL this, and, and he's mediocre at throwing a fucking football. This is and this is uh, this is another point. If people if the NFL gave Colin Kaepernick his job back and that's all it took for you to watch then his original stance wasn't what you were mad about in the first place. That's what I said. I said, if he returns back, all you niggas wanted was a job. That's it. Y'all can mix it any way you want. And I keep telling you, and people can get mad. A lot of people live vicariously. They don't have a revolutionary bone in their body to stop or start anything. But cabinet represents an external expression Mm -hmm. of what you would do if you had a set of nuts. That's all that shit is. So now yo, we got to work for Kaepernick. Fuck Kaepernick. Fuck Kaepernick. I don't know him. He ain't did shit for me. He don't put no food on my table. He ain't helping me send my daughter to college. We've wasted energy. In 2019, we have to begin to condense our energy on things that really matter. Now, I know we're doing a show, so we want to bring perspective to yeah. the people. But yeah, hashtag Doc said it. Fuck <laughs> Kaepernick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's get this shit cracking tonight. I hear it. Let's get this shit cracking. I hear it. But yeah, again, I, it's a lot of ha- mute hypocrisy. We talked about this last week. Mute hypocrisy. We talked about this last week. Mute it, right? Like, what do you actually mad about? They, you know, you yeah. you mad that wasn't no Atlanta artist. They bring in Big Boy. You know what I'm saying? You, you niggas wanted a whole. They wanted a cookout. They wanted nothing but Atlanta rappers. Which and, then, and to turn out like a bunch of niggas on stage. And for what? For what? Let, let's just keep it yeah. real. You know what I mean? So the NBA is a corporation. NFL. Yeah, the NFL is, they're both corporations, but yeah, the NFL is a business. And the entertainment is you. But the people who are paying for the entertainment are white people. <laughs> let's keep it clear. Yeah. The ones who are paying the $1,000 tickets to sit way up there yeah. are White people, white, yeah, but yeah. you, yeah, white. Yeah, shit's gotta come from the <laughs> white people, yeah. right? But you niggas are the entertainment, so and you're getting paid lovely for your entertainment. So go out there and run and jump and have a good fucking time <laughs> and let them hoist up some shit that don't mean nothing because all they do is hit the reset button. Yeah. Next year, throw that shit back in and rewind your whole life. We will entertain ourselves, me and Eli, because he's a Patriots fan, right? Side note, he lost the bet. He was supposed to get the George Jefferson yeah, you, haircut. You bailed him out. You definitely bailed, bailed him out. I bailed him out. He lost. But I said... Explain, the, explain what the bet was. The bet is, all season long, we bet these NFL games. Yeah. And at the end, the total, the one who has the most wins, the other person has to do a bet. If you've been following me, you know I took a pie to the face... 
One year, yeah. I had to paint my face in Golden State Warriors colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. That happened, yeah. But this year, the tables turned. And he's got a nice size afro, too, because we waited. And he's supposed to get to George Jefferson shit, you know. Yeah. And I gave him an olive branch and said, if the Patriots win this week, he don't have to get it. Now, Kansas City may kick their ass. And on that Monday, we're going to get the haircut. But we will be entertained by you niggas running and jumping and hitting each other. Me and Eli get nachos and pizza and shit. And we sit back in our reclining chairs and we watch you niggas entertain us. But that's as far as it goes. All right? So you guys can remix this shit any way you want. Jay-Z wasn't talking that shit when Beyonce was doing the halftime performance. And she was doing the information. And Wait, was Kaepernick out the league? No, no I'm not talking about Kaepernick being out the league. But he just didn't have a problem with the halftime performance when his wife was performing. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure if she was performing this year, he might have told her not to because they don't need the money. But I'm just trying to make a point. You know what I mean? Don't just pick and choose when you think it's convenient. Because if, if somebody, like, he, if he would have got off it, because uh, he, he keeps throwing around that he's that he uh, turned them down. Yeah, but if he, he would have got offered the bag. He would have just said, oh, you know, I'm going to use this platform. To, 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 to whatever. To, like, yeah. Let's not be hypocrites. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, you know, no disrespect, but fuck. <laughs> okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, I thought this story was pretty interesting, right? So uh, four black Florida men uh, were tortured uh, following a rape accusation from a white woman in 1949. They were called the Groveland Four. Yeah, I, I, I saw it recently. I didn't know about the story prior. Yes. But I did hear about it. Um, following the accusations, uh, two men were... Uh, one dude was sentenced to death, two more were given life sentences, and one, his name was uh, Ernest Thomas, was killed by a mob, uh, was killed by a mob of a thousand men. A thousand men? A thousand men. And then what happened was, years later, the accuser recant- and her husband recanted the statement that uh, they never raped her. Right. And 70 years after this happened, they were given a pardon. So... It's just kind of... I feel like that's mad insulting. You mean? It, it is insulting. Plus, because they knew that uh, they didn't do it. They knew back then. They, they knew back then they didn't, they didn't do it. But they waited until, like, now to, to actually pardon them. Um, You know, my problem with that is... Hey, uh, Chukiva, Kiki, what's good? I see you in there. Appreciate it. Um, That does nothing for the family now. But this was not uncommon... During those times, this yeah. was regular business. You know what I mean? It was sport. You know what I mean? To break into the jail. How yeah. the hell you break into the jail to bring a certain yeah. black man out of the jail and lynch him? Mm-hmm. So by them cleaning up their name now, uh, I don't know what it does. I wouldn't want to know, yo, uh, Doc, you know, your grandfather, your great-grandfather was lynched. But uh, huh? we was wrong. We was wrong. <laughs> we did. We he didn't do to. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I don't know what that does for the family, except maybe from a spiritual level, uh, exonerates them okay. from crimes that they did not commit. Okay, you know what I mean. But physically, it does it does it does nothing. You know what I mean. And these men represent the Grover Four. You said the Grover Groveland Four. The Groveland Four represent uh, uh, many black men during that time and still going on today. A little bit more sophisticated how they do it today. 
but the process is still the same. Yeah, so uh, there were some stories that uh, a few, like two of them were tortured until they confessed. Sure, I, yeah. I tortured too. I mean, I confess after... Like, uh, and that, that's kind of reminiscent of the Central Park Five. The Central is, Park Five is a perfect example. Which is coming on Netflix, as a matter of fact, by uh, being directed by Avery DuVernay. Oh, okay, so now I think she's, it's a series, yeah. <clears throat> okay, she's going to cover it? Yeah. Okay, okay, we look forward. She did a great job on 13? the 13th. Did a great job mm-hmm. uh, uh, explaining how that process works in the loopholes. Yeah of young people losing their rights when they go to prison and now you're working for eight cents an hour uh, building Ikea furniture and shit, uh, you'd be better off getting a job at McDonald's. That's why I told these half-ass hustlers who don't know what they're doing. Like, yeah. dude, dude, just stop it. Stop it. You're making just enough money to re-up and buy more shit. Uh, you, you, you're wasting your life. You're hustling backwards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as a result of that, you should go to McDonald's. And they're paying $15 <laughs> an hour. Shit, I like being McDonald's. So, hey, this is Black Doc. How can I take your order? Would you like to supersize that, sir? Ain't that black guy? No, I don't know who you're talking about. My name is Danny from Jersey. That looks like black dot. I swear. Put the YouTube video up. <laughs> Put the YouTube video up and shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. $15 an hour. Being there flipping every day. I'm hustling, hustling. You heard? That's funny. Yeah, so um, shout out to them for what it's worth. But that's yeah, not going exactly to... <laughs> for what it's worth, right? Yeah, yeah, for what it's worth, yeah. you know. Um, this next, so are you familiar with Kamala Harris? I am familiar. I don't do the politics often, but I'm familiar with her because every time I turn on CNN or something, she's there. Shout out to Ashante first, peace, King. What's good? So apparently, um, she's supposed to make an announcement that she's going to put her hat in the ring for the 2020 oh, yeah, elections. Yeah. Uh, Stops there. Ooh, yeah, it does. Okay, so here's the thing, right? If you follow uh, the people I follow on Twitter, a lot of people, it's it's half and half. Some people are cool with it, like, oh, we got a black woman who's qualified. She's qualified. Who look okay. and is competent. Okay. In her in her job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's other people who are actually doing the work that you're actually supposed to do when you're trying to go into somebody's politics is actually learn their politics. Right. Right. right? And they found out that in 2015, she's opposed a, she's opposed a couple of bills requiring her office to investigate police shootings. Okay, so she's against that. She's against that. Okay. Um, okay. she's fought to uphold wrongful convictions that have been that have been secured through official misconduct. So they they it was a wrongful conviction. And she, but she's like, nah. Yeah, exactly. That, that included evidence tampering, false testimony, and suppression of crucial evidence by prosecutors. So everything in front of her says that this is a false conviction. As and as a DA she's just like And she's like looking the other way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um a lot she's putting a lot she's put as a DA she's put a lot of black men in jail. Okay. For like minor uh minor offenses. Minor offenses and things like that. Yeah. Lengthy sentences for minor offenses. Okay. And I'm yeah. starting to hate her more about a minute. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then um, she was contested. Uh, she contested the ruling by arguing that the judge, whose husband was a defense attorney, and has spoken publicly about the importance of disclosing ev- evidence, had um, a conflict of interest. And she lost more than 600 cases handled by corrupt technicians. And then she dismissed those cases as well. Wow. So yeah, she's she, she's a Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and then you know what she did too, which I found insulting as hell. Where she put up a vi- there's a video floating around on Twitter, 
where she kind of lists like her top five like cookout songs and oh yeah, yeah. Tribe Called Quest. Listen, and, okay, right? Yeah. Because here's what's happening. Yeah, if she's catering to black people, it's not about policy, right? It's about, yeah. it's about what songs you listen to, girl. Will you get your nails done, girl? <laughs> yeah. Oh, girl, I go over here. It's, yeah. A Betty Sue shop is the shit, girl. Mm-hmm. Cause you know Hillary hit you with the hot sauce. Uh, 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 Mary J. Blige sang a song. Uh, you know, you know how they do. Yeah. They just say, so much black people say, well, what are you going to do about, you know, social awareness and this and that? The cookout <laughs> is to your right. Yeah. They got burgers and ribs. And somebody going to be performing, a little trappy, will be here at five to perform. It. And it was, I like her. I like her. <laughs> Ribs, I trust her. A little trappy concert. She's trustworthy. She's trustworthy. That's exactly what it's going to be. Uh, shout out to One South South Player. Thank you for your contributions. We appreciate, appreciate you. you. Appreciate you so much. We appreciate you. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, somebody said her husband is white. Ooh. Her husband is white? Ooh. Okay, she ain't, she, she, see? This shit is getting worse by yeah, a minute. See? This shit is a goddamn train wreck. But I hope this... I hope last election and the um, midterm elections open your eyes to, you know, studying people's politics. Not just you like them and you want to vote for we them. We should be far beyond if we like you or not. But we're not. But we're not. It's If it's not about policy, don't talk to me. If these people cannot be held with their feet to the fire in a social media era where we can find everything out about you, then I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear her hair looks nice and she thinks Tribe Called Quest is the best fucking rap group going. I don't want to hear that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's a constant insult to who we are as black people. And the black people who are trying to uh, uh, enlighten us, we shoot them down. Yeah, that's true too. We're shooting them down. So the politic game is sort of like the financial game for us. You know what I'm saying? We just automatically think Democrat is the way to go. Because we poor people and we need all these services. And they, they both two wings of a fucking bird. You know what I mean? So just be careful if that's your thing. If you're voting for her for whatever reason, just, just be careful. You know? That's right. The dude who just um who just sent in the red, he said that Obama had him paying penalties. Had him paying penalties, tax came in, and his his he said Trump came in and his taxes are straight. So you see what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm not. Gonna clap that up, are we? I mean, I'm not, and I'm clapping it up because if you run a business or some sort, your taxes are now straight through Trump, and that's a sign to tell you all it's time to start running a business of some sorts. But, That's the key word that they, you know what I'm saying? Well, I want people to understand that voting, politics are for your self-interest. Absolutely. So that's you're supposed to vote. I'm on, voting for where who's gonna save me the most money. Yeah. Instead of yo, he's a Democrat, just vote him in. Because I I voted twice in my life, I believe. Not for Obama. I think I voted for for Bill Clinton one time because I think the neighborhood was getting on my case to old people. You better get down there, trying and. I was goddamn. You didn't Obama. vote for Obama, huh? You didn't vote for Obama. I didn't vote for Obama ass, but I did shed a tear. You I, did, yeah. You I, Freud. I had a bottle. <laughs> you Freud. I said he good. This might be it. We 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 moving on up to the east side. Yeah, I remember that. No, I you were Freud. Yeah, I did not wait on the lines <laughs> and shit and give that energy. 
It was long lines right down the block. Old people, people couldn't walk. People came out with walkers and shit. It just, I never thought I'd see a thing on black man. And I, it was out there doing it. Yeah. I was looking out the window drinking a cup of coffee like, do that shit. Yeah. And then when he won, he said, change has come. And you played, um. To America, I came, change gonna come yeah. and shit. I had yeah. a bottle of champagne. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Maybe I've been wrong all this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe change is gonna come to America. And then you st- and then you know what's like what's crazy living with him. He started. Uh, I think um, this is when the acceptance speech, right? He won, and Michelle Obama came out in the red and black. Oh, she came dress. out in that 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 black widow. But, shit. Yeah, and then you just started decoding on the spot. I'm like, yo, give yeah, it a give yeah, it a rest. Man, I couldn't. I had to go yeah, to work. He was like, nah. After I, I shed my tear, yeah, I was like, I, dude, I had to go to work. Give it a rest. Wipe my face. Uh, oh. What? Yeah. So, you know, that's the way it was. You know me, I'm very transparent. I give it up, man. Yeah, I cry. <laughs> I right. was like a bitch ass nigga that day. Bro. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, world news, this is kind of wild. Uh, a neighborhood in Haiti's capital was ambushed and at least 21 citizens were killed by men who were dressed up as police officers. I found that to be very interesting. Any more details to that story? Like, was it a hit? Were they out for somebody in particular? Uh, where did they get these uniforms from? Who uh, sent them? Witnesses said that they believe that the government sanctioned that. Okay, yeah. Well, they had the police uniforms. Yeah. I know they didn't make them. Yeah. Uh, and to be freely able. But but who did they want in that crowd? I don't know. It's the question I yeah. ask because you don't just shoot 23 random. Yeah. You don't put on police uniforms. That's That's work. You know what I'm saying? As a part of an operation, that's a hit, yeah. in my humble opinion. So I'm just trying to figure out maybe, you know, the, the information will come out soon of who was in the crowd that they were looking for in particular. One of the witnesses said, when I saw them, I thought they were providing security, but then I realized they were shooting at the population. That's oh, scary. Okay, shooting at the population. Well, who, what did they expect to accomplish? Uh, unless that's, you're that's... coming in, you're bringing in, uh, again, this is... Uh, the openings of an operation that's gonna come soon. Scary, man. Where Haitians gonna kill yeah. their own people. You know, that's the day and time we live in, man. So let's let's uh let's keep a, uh an eye out on that. You know what I mean? I know my Haitian brothers will get at me and tell me, um, because I have some brothers from uh Nairobi from uh where they also bombed uh a consulate or something mm. over there. One American died and he said he would forward me some information regarding uh, that, but it hasn't come in yet. You know, we have people all on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That can give us real stories. So I'm looking forward to that. That's wild. So uh, Nicki Minaj has been named a hip hop pioneer by the um, African American Museum. Let's clap that up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only clapping up because I know you're gonna go in on it. No, no, not not really. I thought because when I first saw the um, the link past. Through my timeline, it said the pioneer of hip hop. Oh, okay, okay. So we. Thought- so then I'm saying so then it's people who I follow, who I'm friends with, who are Nicki fans. I'm like, you're bugging, like the pioneer, like you're, you're gotcha, bugging the hell gotcha. out. But then when you go on, it says a pioneer of hip hop. So I guess they're gonna be highlighting people from time to time, and she was named one. So if you go to the museum, which is probably still closed right away because the government shutdown. Right, right. You're gonna right. see uh, an exhibit of her and. I've been to the museum before. Have you been there? No, I haven't been there. Um, my daughter's uh, senior trip, senior trip yeah. is there, and she's pissed. <laughs> she's like, I want to have a good time. I'll be learning shit. Dad, 
I'm like, no, it's probably a good trip. You can go into the yeah. museum. She won't hear all that shit. Me and wife will make a trip there uh, this summer. It's really cool. You know, to check it's, it out. It's cool. I think me personally, and I've said this before, I feel like they spent a little too much time on entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of says a lot about what they feel our contribution to America is. We are here to entertain white people in their minds. We got engineers. We have architects. Like, all that stuff is there. All that stuff is there, but I just felt like the entertainment is just like... Right. Oh, look at these people. He can sing and he can dance. Now, I want to get back to the pioneering aspect of Nikki. Okay. And it's just a question. I'm not hating on Nikki. When you say pioneer, what comes to mind? It means you were groundbreaking. You led... You did something that nobody else. Well, for female rappers, okay. yeah, definitely, without so, a question. She, what did she do? She broke all, you, all those records. She brought or she broke, you know, on the billboard. Oh, so she's in there for breaking records, not for rhyme style, not for social awareness, not for. Be clear, be clear. I'm asking, be clear. I'm only asking. Prior to this, I guess the last five years, Nicki lyrically was up there. I, I, I'll be able to say that. But did she invent or create anything Who has? New? Who has? Who has? Who has? Little Kim. Really? Yeah. What did, what did she do? She was that first gangster itch. Was she, or was that Foxy? Gangster? No, I think Nick, I think uh, mm. Little Kim, Little Kim was with Biggie. It might have been her. So Biggie wasn't, okay. Ladies first. That was Latifah. Latifah, yeah. Uh, salt and Pepper. So when I think Pioneer, did they get in first? That's my question. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm making all this but, to say: Did Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper, Shy Rock, uh, Pebbly Poo, uh, the uh, Finesse and Sequence? These are all female rappers. Roxanne Shante, are they in? And their spot is secured. And as an addition, we're welcoming Nicki Minaj in. I don't know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Moni Love, MC Light. MC Light. I mean, so when I think of pioneering females... So, pioneering... So, based on that criteria, I think she's in based on her numbers. Okay, okay. But are those... I, somebody got to tell me, if you've been there, are any of those females I mentioned I, I already like, in? Or did she, super, so, she surpass them solely on numbers? Because they are the blueprint for her to even rap. She wouldn't know how to rap unless these particular women I mentioned and more, uh, Steady B... Not, not steady, but what's the, uh, the young lady out of Philly? Her name escapes me at the time. She was a pioneer. Uh, Rage, you know what I'm saying, from the West Coast. Uh, Amadeus. Uh, the list goes on of female rappers yeah. who I consider pioneers. The ones who put the work in on the ground. Now, is she? will she make the Hall of Fame? Then yes, because her numbers will say yeah. she belongs in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. But hip hop pioneer, I'm not too sure. About. Yeah, I, listen. The brat, I mean, a pioneer, Lauren Hill. So you know, a, I just want to make sure they're in first. Listen, and I have no problem with her being in. Yeah, a pioneer and the pioneer, two different, two things. different things. And I was asking, my, I was asking one of my friends that like, yo, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So not throwing shade, and if her numbers suggest she should be in the Hall of Fame. We know where her numbers put her in terms of hit records. But when I think pioneers, I just think that the, the ones who started the culture, the ones who made, paved the way, 
That's my definition of a pioneer. Melly Mel is a goddamn pioneer. Easy E is a West Coast pioneer. You know what I mean? So in essence, you know, I don't know if y'all agree with me in the chat room with what I'm saying, but nah, I, I get it. I get it. Right, Nikki D. Yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty. Yo yo. Sure, right, sure. At the, okay, at the point, like at some point, y'all are just saying a lot of names. These all people came before Nikki. That makes him a pioneer. Nigga, do you know the definition of a pioneer? But okay, okay, no, a pioneer is somebody who's exactly who steps in that stratosphere as a female rapper. A pioneer is somebody. I might be wrong. I listen. A pioneer, I always thought was somebody who helped found and start something. And change the way it is uh, uh, perceived, and the for those who come after commercially, Nikki. Okay, so she's a commercial pioneer. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. yeah. Commercially, Nikki paved the way for Cardi. If you wanted to be real, yeah. I don't like Nikki right now. I think she's trash right now. But no, no. I, I'm just saying. But remember when I'm when I'm drawing my. I, no, I get what you're saying. I'm an old school artist, so when I think pioneer, when I say the pioneers of hip hop are gonna be somewhere, I, I don't think Drake. Fuck his numbers is crazy. Totally I don't be like Drake's gonna but, be there. I'd be like Melly Mel. But be remember who remember who curates that museum? What people? Yeah. Remember. Okay. Yeah. We, we spoke about that. You did, did your whole long piece on that. Facts. So. Facts. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. we we're, we're good. I digress. <laughs> okay. I digress. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Okay, so uh you know who this guy is? Uh, no, no. Okay, that's Sean King. He looks. What do you think he looks like? His haircut says he's a, got some brother in him. You know, or he hung out with black people, and his complexion says he's white. I could be wrong. T, what do you think? Uh, he looks Spanish. Okay. Okay. So, uh, his, that's Sean King. He's a um, reporter for New York Daily News. Okay. And if you're on Twitter, you've probably seen him share a bunch of videos, gruesome videos of black people getting beat up or killed or stuff like that. Oh, that's his thing? That's yeah, his fetish? He, yeah, he does, he does that out of, um, quote-unquote, activism, out of, quote, trying to spread awareness. I blocked him on Twitter years ago because okay. I don't want to see it and I don't yeah, want people yeah. to retweet it. Right, right. But um, apparently, he's it's, it's a beef going on right now on Twitter because... Um, he shared something about the girl Jasmine Bond, the, the, the killer or whatever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then he shared, I guess he sh- he said, you know, we're looking for a white man. And then afterwards it came out the two black guys did it or whatever. And side note, the mother was friends on Facebook with one of the dudes who shot her. Oh. I read that in the, in the, in the uh, Daily News, I believe it was. Yeah, oh. he was her Facebook friend. So the shit started getting weird. Okay, so that's neither here nor there, right? Right, right. Okay. So apparently, you know, people were going coming at him for spreading false information because he was kind of jumping the gun, and that's what he does when he posts these videos and these stories. He kind of, you know, puts himself out there. Right, he, right. He was, I for guess, sensationalism or something. That's what it looks like. I'm not sure. He, he's again, he's saying it's shout for, out to Odyssey who's watching the show. <laughs> Appreciate that. Again, he's saying it's for you know uh, activism and spreading awareness and things like that. Mm-hmm. So. This girl named I got. I'm gonna get this. It's a really long story. Okay, we have time. Her name is Clarissa Brooks. Clarissa right? Brooks. And she tweeted a question on uh, January seventh of this year. She tweeted a question a bit, 
and it was about the uh, it was about donation money he's received to um to give these families who have been victims uh, of these placed uh, out of the misplaced, yeah, misplaced okay, victims of okay. these situations he always shares and things like that. She asked what he did with it. And then he got, and then he sent a lengthy email saying like he was going to sue her if she didn't apologize and clear his name. To assume that he was doing something with the money he shouldn't have done. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sort of like people we know. Yeah. Who have, who have been collecting money. Who have okay. been collecting okay. money for a long time and have done nothing with it. And yeah. it is January 17th. But we keep it going. <laughs> and then um, he said that, uh, she, the girl Clarissa, she, she put out a statement. She said She said that. Sean King was, you know, threatening and things like that. She's and then um what he did was he posted up her Twitter handle on from him and said that this girl has said a lot about me and I'm thinking about suing her. So he has more followers than her. So his followers got out. Started bombing her. Ooh, that yeah, that's a clever thing they do. Yeah. Sick their followers on you. Yeah, it was, yeah. started bombing her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So what she did, she put out a statement and then a lot of people who are already fed up with Sean King anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um she put out a statement to that, and then she made it so that her in her statement, she said, I'm trying to get the exact words for you. Hold on. She said that... Hold on, hold on. Okay, this is what he said. She said, uh, to be clear, the emails were an insult to me and a painful look at how black women in the movement are, disp- are disposable to King. Um, I am someone who looks he- who works heavily in spaces committed to justice, addressing systems of domination, Misogynoir and intimidation of this type are part of the boring and tired tropes of victimhood undertaken by King and others like him. Uh, I also in a community of dozens of organizers who across the country who have uh, documented issues with his work and have seen firsthand how he exploited movement spaces for personal gain. Folks who have also agreed to support any efforts needed to speak out against his character. And then also it was somewhere in in her statement, she made it. She said that he attacks like you know black women and, and queer women because she's she identifies as a queer woman. Okay. So so she threw the wrinkle in there. Yeah. So I thought that was corny. And now the queer people are coming after. Yes, I thought that him. was super corny. Yeah. So he sicked his followers on her. Yeah. She sicked the queer nation. Yep. On him. Yeah, it was corny both ways. I get. I, yeah, that's corny. It was corny that's both corny. ways, but to and I think um, people talk about it, it's called like weaponizing things like that when. People throw out buzzwords like that, like "oh, you only against black women, you only attack black women." Do you have, or you anti-Semitic? Or you anti-Semitic? That's right. That's, that's a, a famous one. That's a, that's you a an- famous one. You're anti-Semitic. We're gonna get into that too. So what that does is because we're in the era where if you have a following, these people will move for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as a result of that, but you're not supposed to take advantage of that. That's what you you're did. not supposed to say nothing and let the people, based on your merit. Come to your defense and defend you. The minute you start sicking people and using these buzzwords, but that's the world we live in. Yeah. The Jews set that up years ago. You couldn't, listen, you couldn't be anti-Semitic and after that racist or homophobic. Those are the three things. When you hear those words and they're delivered with such vigor from a certain individual, you can, you, you can kiss the baby. You can forget about it. Yeah. But I've I've seen a lot of people who can't stand him are in a weird place because they're going. They're like, stuck in between. Yeah, they they can't stand queers either. Yeah, they just. Or they're like, like yeah. I don't, I don't know about all that queer shit. Not even that. They just, just, you know, I didn't think appreciate you using that. Using as an that. Thing, that's that's what it was. As an agenda. That's Absolutely. what it was. So Absolutely. people people hate Sean King. I didn't know that. I really didn't know that. I like I blocked him. So 
Is is he a brother or? So his mother is white. His mother is white. And in pictures, his father is white. But he came. But his his response was that um, the guy who raised me isn't my biological father. My mother said it was a black dude. So and he went to Morehouse. Ooh. So yeah. Somebody said that's Tian's father. <laughs> that's Tian's father. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not sure it matters because I really don't give a shit about what he's into. However, you know they call, just, him, they call him Talcum X. Talcum X. That's some funny. That's hilarious. Shit. Talcum X. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's funny yeah. shit. And somebody called him. Um, what's somebody called him? Um, uh, Thurgood Partial. Because they're saying he's like, because he's claiming partial black. So oh, right. third third partial. partial. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to my man Dante. Uh, he's in the hospital right now with pneumonia from B-more. Get well soon, King. As a matter of fact, not tonight, early in the morning, uh, I, I, I'll give you a call and, and, and see how you're doing. I hope uh, all is well uh, with you. All right, King? So, you know, shout out to you. Oh yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Um, this right here, this is uh pretty sad. Not not super sad, but it's unfortunate. Uh Brittany Noble Jones from Jackson, Mississippi is a newscaster, a news uh, a journalist, on air journalist who was fired because um she wanted to wear her natural hair. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was pre- so she said that um when she found out she was pregnant, she was scared to actually tell her, you know, superiors because she was afraid that they they would start to treat her different. They would not give her not give her certain assignments, which happened anyway because she wound up she slipped up, told them, and then they started you know cut her out on things. Right, right. They do that, and then it, they didn't want to let her do commercials. Then one commercial was that was um, geared towards young mothers. She asked like, "Why couldn't she do it? She was pregnant." Right, that would have been a perfect segue. And yeah, the response was, "Well, you're not a mother yet." Oh, she was wow. like 36 weeks pregnant or something. Wow. Wow. Okay. You, you know, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, oh, she was like 34 weeks pregnant or something like that. And then, um, when she started to rock her natural hair, the, one of the bosses said that he likened that to him putting on a baseball cap to go to the store. Right. 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 So, Very disrespectful. Yeah. So she got fired and she's having a hard time looking for work right now. And she's an award winning journalist at that as Does well. Does she plan to sue them? For discrimination, because that's gotta be, excuse me, some form of discrimination. How this is my natural self, right? You know what I mean. And then she we, said, "We're being criminalized for being natural." In Jackson, Mississippi, there's a lot of black people there. And in Jackson, Mississippi, a lot of black people. A lot of black people, right? Yeah. So um, that's not uncommon. We when, when the head in Mississippi, there's still Mississippi yeah. now, still you know the Bible Belt now. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I might have owned your family. What, what you, I gave you, I only gave you this job because I used to own your family. And you know, once that shit kick in, uh, it, it's gonna be a tough battle for her. But I think um, all of these women's groups, Me Too, and all of these organizations now who are advocating for women should fight for her. You should, but they always quiet when it's a black woman. I know, I know. I I, I was making a funny. Oh, okay. I was okay. making a funny, and like I, you know. And I stepped on it. My fault. They, they're quiet when this takes place. <laughs> My blood. But this is the opportunity to show what Me Too is supposed to be all about and what they're truly advocating for. Here's a woman award winning 
Beautiful system. Yeah, she's fine. I guess she's fine even with the, the perm. I'm going to keep her the buck. But once she goes natural, you know, that, that's her thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, she wanted to maybe get the chemicals out of her because yeah. she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you start thinking different when you carry in life. And she shouldn't be fighting for that. And a movement should start out there to help her get her job back. See, that a protest... At the actual station or something like I'm that. I'm with that. Would make so much sense. But that, that makes protest sense. for her. In Chicago. At a hockey game. At a hockey game. Right? No, go to that station or unsubscribe and stop watching Boom. that channel. Boom. Because this was the reason I watched. To see this sister put it on. Maybe write letters. Write letters. Do that. So I'm not against that type of protest where you can get immediate results. Uh, you know, from, from your actions. Yeah, yeah. So shout out. What's her name again? Uh, Brittany Noble Jones. Brittany Noble Jones. We sending some love and support. I said all three names. Yeah. Ain't got no money, but <laughs> send some love. Support. Should we make an announcement? Yeah, let's make an announcement. Let's, an announcement. let's get this popping. Okay. So, uh, t- tomorrow is January 18th, right? Uh, tomorrow make a year... Since I quit my job. Let's clap that up. The man made one year. It's it's not easy to do. Facts. It's not easy to do. For people who don't know, I worked worked in the um, external affairs department at the Department of Education. She was like a government agent. Yeah. For the school system. I was working in the school system, like actually at the central office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was there for two years, right? Mm -hmm. I was there for two years. And then um, one day... I always planned on quitting. I just didn't know when I was going to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then one day I got, I didn't get into an argument, but I just got into like a disagreement with my supervisor. Couldn't take it anymore. I took an early lunch, right? Called everybody I trusted, everybody whose opinion I, that mattered. I called my mother last because she's kind of like the, 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 Conservative. the, the yeah, the tough yeah, one, yeah, right? Because I told, I told everybody, I was like, listen, I'm about to quit. And everybody was like, yo, do what you got to do. I'm like, I right, bet. Call me, what did yeah. I say? He was like, I, I was waiting on you to quit. Yeah, like, like what's the hold yeah, up? what's the hold up? What you doing? And then um, I called my mom's last, and then she shocked me. She was like, yo, dude, you got to do. I'm like, I bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then um, I gave them three weeks. I didn't give them two weeks. I gave them three weeks. I wanted to close out all my cases. I wanted to make sure I was good. I wanted to make sure um, they had uh, what they needed to find my replacement. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Then, doing um, the right thing. Yeah, I was trying to do the right thing. And then I remember I told them what my last day was going to be. And then my supervisor was just like, well, I don't know if I'm all right with that. You might have to stay longer. I was like, what? Like, did you hear what I yeah, just like, said? I'm out. Like, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know if... When you told me that, I said, is she crazy? Yeah, I, I was she like... going to tell you when to yeah. quit or when you can quit. Yeah. The nerve of this, because here's the thing. Malcolm is young. And he was in one of them positions. She saw a young guy yeah. thinking he wasn't in control of his destiny and his journey. And he was. She, she didn't know his father was black dot and all that shit. So, yeah. you know, she was trying to, like, push him around. Like, you yeah, quit when I tell you to quit. When yeah. I got the job, I was 22. I was the youngest one in the office. Right, right, right. I was, like, fresh out of college. That was, like, my first, like, real job. The other jobs I was working were, like, after school programs. I was at Barnes & Noble. But that was, like, my first, like, salary position, first real job. And then to quit from that... It was scary as hell, but I'm glad I did it. Um, I remember when I first quit, um, I thought like I was going to like the day after just jump right into work because we already had the the blog and the YouTube channel going. 
Right, right. In That's, its infancy stages. In its infancy stages. The, the blog started in April of 2017. The YouTube channel started in May that same year. Right, right. right. So it was just still... we. I think we barely had like 10,000 subscribers, something like no, that. No, we didn't have a lot. Yeah, we didn't have yeah. a lot of subscribers. Yeah, it wasn't even nothing like that. So, um, I thought like once I quit, I would just jump right into work. Didn't work like that. He told me it was going to happen like that. Too. I said, dude, you're going to have to decompress yeah. for about three months. Didn't work like that. You know, I was trying things out, trying what time to work, to, to go to the gym, what time to wake up, what time to actually do this, do that. Um, but... I say that to say that it's, 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 this whole Urban X thing has been a journey. Um, learning along the way, we uh, moving along, we're growing each each day. We're taking a step. So the first step was just the written blog. That's still up. I, I wrote something yesterday. Yes. Um, the next step was the YouTube channel. And it just started out with just him in front of the camera, me asking him questions, him just going off. And then we started doing interviews with some people. I know some people I went to school with who are young entrepreneurs. Yes. I started doing... Um, all uh, interviews with people like King Simon who did interview with Blue Pill did a cooking segment with um, Ariel shout out to you Steve Canal Steve Canal who's his birthday today as a matter of fact shout, shout out, out Steve, Steve Canal happy birthday and then uh, we started the podcast of March of this year mm-hmm. and then um, we didn't even in starting the podcast, we didn't even want to um, open up the super the super chat right we didn't want to do we didn't even that. open up the super chat because um, once. Uh, money gets involved. We we just didn't want. Yeah, this wasn't about a money grab. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying it was about the the slow, steady, the, um, the slow, steady grind, steady um build. That's why you don't see us arguing with people for numbers. We don't trying to do none of that. Nope. We're trying to be clean. And if you see us, uh, our subscriber count is going up little by little. That's okay with us. Like we really facts. We want to earn. We want to earn every subscriber. subscriber. Um. So now we're announcing that we made. Uh, hefty investment, hefty investment, hefty investment, and we got some machinery. So we're going to be selling our own merchandise. Our Clap own power that own. up! Yeah. So um, I don't know if people, I don't know if you uh, people who've been following this podcast, you probably paid attention. Um, people who've sent us shirts and things like that to rock them. We said like, yo, y'all only got. A little bit more time left because once that's over, it's a wrap because we knew we were going to be wearing our own stuff. And the last, I think, last three weeks. Yeah, we've been, two, you know. Three weeks, we've been wearing stuff, you know, not saying anything about it or not anything outright about it. But those are shirts and sweaters we made right before the show. So we absolutely actually uh, manufacturing our stuff here. Here. Uh, embroidery. Heat press, all that stuff. Direct to garment, all of that stuff. You here. name it, it's done here. As a matter of fact, Alejandro is in our shop right now <laughs> right. as we speak. We're not letting him out. <clears throat> he just came out a few minutes ago. Yes. Was like, "See, Senor, me and my family right. are very thirsty and hungry. <laughs> we have been working nine days straight." And I had to say to him, "Would you like some ice <laughs> with that water?" Alejandro, no, no, don't call ice. Trump is crazy. We don't have papers. So as we speak, Alejandro is in there manufacturing anything you need. We want to do this. This is this man's vision. I get excited uh, when he wanted to do this, make the investments, put his money up, buy this machinery, expensive. uh, Heavy. 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 
we had to take a door off the hinges type yeah, shit. To, to get it in here. Bring like, some shit up in here. Yeah. So now we want to share these concepts. Some of the stuff you see we're wearing. So we want to share these ideas with you. We want to grow with you. I'm going to turn it back over to you since this is your vision. See, it says woke, but I take naps. Yeah. I think yeah. that describes me perfectly. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So um, what we're doing, we're actually launching on February 1. February 1. Clap that up. Yes. Now, what are we going to do for the people on the top? Just, you know, when you launch a new business, you, you got to give out, like, uh, crack samples. Okay, so... So what are we going to do for the people? So for the month of February, since it's Black History Month, yeah, everything will be $28. Everything will be $28. Now, we got an embroidery machine. So if we embroider some shit, that's $50, $60. Oh, yeah. We're not, yeah. It's yeah. going for $28. Yeah. Yeah. Right? If I sell a Scully hat, which is normally like $15, we'll sell two Scully hats for $28. Okay. Because we're trying to yeah. keep the math straight. $28. Any of these designs you see, uh, we're going to be putting them up on the site. We're going to put them up on Instagram. Remember to follow us. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Uh, everybody's involved. We pass ideas through Odyssey, and Eli's in here sketching what he thinks the designs should be. This is our first full family business. Now, let me take you back. 15 years ago, when I put this book out, uh, you know, I started Momi Publishing, M-O-M-E, which stands for Mar Marcus, Odyssey, Malcolm, and Eli, which is my four children, right? And it phonetically, it says Mommy, which meant my wife, and if you say it backwards, it's Imam, which is the head male in the family. So built into the name is a vibration of what we was trying to do. And it was just me and my wife, and I had this vision that my children would grow older into the business, the family business, take it over, and lo and behold, here we are. We're at this moment now where you decided to come home. My oldest son has been on his entrepreneurship Doing his own thing, and he's got it. You know, he's into first real estate. Of, first of all, he quit his job like a week before me, but I said it. I I announced I was quitting my job first, and yes. he stole my thunder. Yeah, he did. And then quit his job, and he quit his job too. Yeah, I was like, yo, what's so that? everybody quitting. So now the family business is moving into the next phase, and it's ironic. Today is some kind of uh, uh, all the planets went direct for the first time in a long time. And that's, they said, a great opportunity to launch new businesses, new ideas, new concepts. So what we're doing is we're taking this family business, what we've been talking about, to the next level. We're going to need your support. Facts. Everything that come out of here is going to come out of here with love. Uh, any issues, you, 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 I, we will personally address them because we, we was going to do the print on demand thing. But I want to be in control. Yeah. I want to feel... Look, the fabric. I want to know, you know, Alejandro and Norma, like, see, see, this is great you fabric. You have people really thinking, did you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we want to make sure that we do that. I'm proud of you, young man. I appreciate it. Because you took a leap. You believed in, in the process. You know, my only issue with young people is they want everything quick. They want it fast. And he understood that it was a process. Uh, you know, that we had to go through. We're learning. Facts. Some of this software has got me with embroidery and digitizing and 
you know, uh, vinyl cuts. And so we're learning. So you're going to have to bear with us. It's going to be a soft launch, maybe about 10, 12 items for Black History Month that we think will set the month off. But $28 is going to be the price for everything. And you for know, the month of February. For the month of February, because we're going to give y'all these crack samples. You know what I mean? And then when y'all put that on and be like, yeah, then the price is going to go up to what it should go up to. So what else would you like to say about that? Um, <clears throat> this has been dope. I've learned so much about um, myself in this in this thing. Um, it's it's been it's not it's been very uh, challenging. Yes, and I will say this: your patience has grown oh, tremendously. Yeah. Malcolm is very impatient. This is, yeah. and now he's troubleshooting. He's up on the machines, yeah. you know, figuring things out. And you know, patience is what it's gonna be. But we made some hefty investments, and you know, we, we going for it in 2019. That's a fact, man. We putting all the chips to the middle of the table. My wife is an excellent graphics designer, so she's falling in place along with a videographer and other things. Odyssey is our, gonna be our model. We're gonna be modeling some stuff. Eli's gonna be modeling. He knows what he likes, and we're gonna put this thing together the right way. And just be patient with us because, like, you know, it was one, uh, it was one show we did. We were like an hour, forty-five minutes late, and that's because, and we wore the Datsun shirts, right? We wore and the that's Datsun because shirts. We literally just those just came off the printer, like, yeah. And then we did it wrong, and it was backwards. And then we had like we, those just came off the machines, and we wore them for the show. And then people was hitting us up like, yo, where can I get those and things like that? So. It's it's cool seeing the reaction from people. Some of my friends hit me up about the the goldfish shirt that I, the the sweat I was wearing last week. Peace, Juan. That's my brother Juan. You know what I'm saying? Fabian so, out in um, Atlanta. I see you, King. I'll let you know. It is dope. Oh, tell me. Oh, my mother's on. Uh, hey, ma. What's hey, up? ma. What's good, ma? Ma's in the building. Um, uh, you know, yeah, you did an amazing job raising this young man. She did an amazing job. You clap that up. Yeah. Clap it up. <laughs> So, um, I'm just ecstatic. Yeah, and you know what the, the crazy thing is? We're not done. No, we're not done. Like, give us give us some more time. There's going to be more uh, announcements. So, just bear with us. We're growing. Because we're... Eli has a major announcement. That's a fact. Coming in the next two weeks, and he's going to sit here and, and, and break his announcements. Everybody's got something going on, and uh, we love you guys. Don't let nothing, just start. And this is to the families out there because what I did was I added, th these are the cheat codes. When you start a fam, a business with your family, you build in the time that y'all going to spend together. So this became the cheat codes to make sure my sons wasn't running the street. We had mandatory meetings. So he has to come here. So I have an opportunity to see him and put my imprint on him and things of that nature. So all of this stuff, and I will say this. I actually have more fun doing Eli's show than I do this show. I know that may sound crazy because me and Eli only get 23 views. <laughs> but built into Eli's show is his speech therapy. Is all of the things that a young man with cerebral palsy Fact, needs to yeah. build. His his vocabulary has become extensive. Yeah, I took him to the barbershop. With the confidence. I took him to the barbershop yesterday and I was just sitting there and him and the barber was going at it about sports. I was like, what the hell? Absolutely. So yeah. those are the cheat codes that I build into Eli's show. Side note, we just did our first show for 2019 uh, yesterday. So we'll put that in the, in the link. 
Uh, so everything has its purpose. And, you know, so support his show, too. And we love you guys. And this is the beginning. We're going to go for it, man. A lot okay. of people are scared to go for it. We're going for it. You know what I'm saying? We made hefty investments. We're going to put the time in. We're going to fuck some shirts up. <laughs> tell you that shit now. And we're going to get some things together. And you can be a part and witness us grow together. Because, um, you know, everybody got to start something. Everybody got to start something in somewhere. So that is what it is. Back Back that up. Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to uh, let's get back to regular scheduled programming. The regular scheduled programming. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So this. Uh, oh yeah, Terry Crews. Um, I've, I I'm more so talking about him because I've been having a problem with what he's been doing lately. So, Terry Crews was one of the first people to come out, like, during the Me Too movement to say, like, a white executive, uh, I guess, fondled him in front of his wife, and that he didn't want to beat him up because he realized the optics of it, like, a big black man beats up a small gay white dude, and he knew how that would look, but he, you know, he's told his story, he's become more, you know, brazen about it, and... So, this is a brave big nigga. Yeah. Like, and he wants yeah. kudos... He's, did you see his body? Yeah. Pause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This nigga can make each bicep <laughs> have a fucking conversation with you. Yeah. And now he's a victim. Yeah. Okay, keep continuing. So, um, his, he's been on record saying that black women have helped him through this process of him talking about what he's been going through in the industry, but black men are the ones who have talked down to him the most. Now... He's been going in on black men lately. Okay. Like, they were the ones who actually grabbed his grabbed nuts. Grabbed his nuts. But not about the actual dude. And I don't get... And it, it, not he, about the person who actually victimized him. In front of his wife. In front of your wife. Let me tell you something. And I mean this on everything I love. I don't care how big a nigga is. If a nigga touch my wife's ass or touch my nuts in front of my <laughs> wife, I'm going to get the shit beat out of me. For whipping, trying to whip his ass. So wife will be carrying home. <laughs> I was like, hey, boo, I fought, didn't I? She was like, come on, boo. You got your yeah. ass whipped. But I'm not going to let no dude violate me like that. I don't give a fuck if I'm at the Grammys or at a funeral. Are you kidding me? So you're yeah. a piece of meat to these white dudes. Come up and grab your junk and how dare you. I was... Right. So he got. I think he got a. I think he got a settlement behind it. But I just don't like the fact that he's going on an attack against black men. And we didn't grab your nuts. We didn't. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then, and then what? And again, once you make statements like that, you split. You split the audience. You You split split the women against men again. again. It's divisive. The women have looked out for me, but the black because they understand the black men. Because niggas is like, excuse me, I'm gonna stop saying that. Trust me. Brothers is like, dude, why didn't you just smack him? You thought about your career. You didn't think about the optics of how it looked. You thought about all that money living in that nice house. You live out in Beverly Hills, and these white people have the power to take that away from you. That's what you really thought, Terry Crews. Let's be clear. And you decided, nah, I want to keep my job. I'm, I love being a house nigga, so I'm going to let him bone my wife because me and my wife stayed in good master house and guard just give him a little bit i'm not gonna do nothing because we's got it good 
in the house. That's basically what you were saying. And then I feel like um, he wanted to be, uh, I guess, a f- one of the faces of the Me Too movement, and because it didn't really work out that way. So now he's doubling down. He's doubling, going after yeah, now he's going after black dudes. No respect. I'm sorry. I, I just can't. Is there, I'm any, telling you. Any black man who looks the way he does shouldn't have any problem. He should have grabbed that little white man by his throat and just lifted him up in front of everybody and said, how dare you grab my nuts? That was a violent. He could have made a scene with this white dude hand in his throat like this, in his grip, and, and, and people would have rallied behind him because he stopped, you know, something from happening while it was happening. Stop with the bullshit. Yep. No love here. No yeah. love here. Trash. 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 You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, so this is Tamika Mallory. Tamika. Yes, she is, I think, the co-president of the women's movement. Of the women's movement. Yeah, and she was on, I guess, she was on The View talking about it, and then uh, she was talking about her movement and things like that, and they kept trying to press her to condemn uh, Louis Farrakhan because uh, this is, uh, like, a few weeks, uh, a few months ago, we talked about this because um, actress uh, Alyssa Milano... Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alyssa Milano, she wanted, uh, she didn't want to be a part of the women's movement because of Farrakhan's endorsement of her, but she didn't endorse him. So she said, like, unless you condemn him, I don't want to be a part of the movement. But the fact that somebody else's views that had nothing to do with her. Weirdo shit. It's weirdo yeah, shit. Yeah, that means you wasn't really a part of the movement anyway. Absolutely. In my opinion. Yes. So, um, I, this is a clip, this is a clip from the actual, um... Yeah, and then and then um somebody the actually the guy who actually shared it was just like yo he she refused to condemn him but look how she was pressed on it and I even tweeted back at him I'm like you picked a trash clip because that just showed how well she handled herself absolutely she handled herself like a superstar in the in the midst of them trying yeah. to get trip her up and make her condemn somebody she don't have to condemn we have to stop that and that, and that's the problem and then we have to we have to not. Because what she showed, again, she showed bravery in not buckling because when they pressed Malcolm on Hill on that... He buckled. He buckled. He was like, Immediately. Who? At first, he was trying to, you know, be wordy and articulate his points, and they still said, condemn him. Right. Condemn. Yeah. And then... He buckled. He buckled. You know what I mean? They put that pressure on you. What do you have to lose? Your position, yeah. right? Yeah. And, 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 and this is the secret sauce, guys. Until we decide that the bag... It's not that important to that degree. We always going to fall for the same shit. We're going to get to certain positions and we're going to sell ourselves out 
for a bag. When we realize that the money doesn't have the power that they think it has. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's when we make our move. As long as there's going to be somebody willing to take a few extra dollars that you turn down, yeah. we're going to always be running in place. So do not press. Well, you know not to press me. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they would never invite me on their show because it would be ugly, right? But we have to we have to draw a line in the sand. Yeah, I thought that was gangster. I deserve to be here. Look at my 20-year record of the work I put in, and I'm not going to let the lens of another man define me for that. He respects me. I respect because I don't like everything most of these people do. Doesn't mean I don't understand your message. I love Minister Farrakhan. I don't have to agree with every single little thing because who does? With men, with men on our journey and so forth. I love Kanye's music. I may not agree with his views on certain things. I never throw the baby out with the bathwater. And this is what I've been trying to tell y'all. We we have to as original people of this planet, we got to put those idiosyncrasies aside and come to something common that says, all right, we'll deal with that later because that's the way white folks work. White folks all in agreement that they got to keep you in place, but they don't agree on their politics and all of that kind mm. of stuff. So we got to let all that petty stuff go because they're putting on a show. Let's bring on the show. Let's ask her a few light questions. Let's try to, and let's try to box her in. And let's try to box her in. Yeah. So that we can say, see, see? Nah, nah, shout out to that sister. And then I wish I wish I'd have had the video so you could see uh, the woman's face. Mm. Oh, you, 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 you won't condemn it. You, she's trying to, a little smug smile, thinking she caught her. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Assalamu alaikum. Word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are just scared and went down with it. Yeah. So you heard about Future's uh, statements about uh, not wanting to tell people he was off the lean. Yeah, I heard that he's not on lean no more, but he's not telling people he's not on lean, and he's still making lean music, or whatever the case may be, and this is a part of the problem as well, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because he knows that's where his money source is, and, you know, perpetuating those uh, stereotypes to our young people, he's a leader, whether he realizes it or not, right? Mm -hmm. He's the lean leader, or one of these guys who... You know, musically, he's talented. I'm not going to take that away from him. <clears throat> but, you know, he's not... Most of these dudes got wives at home. Yeah, yeah. They're playing single. They got wives at home. Yeah. And their kids go to college. You saw Jeezy kiss his son and, you know, love, son. <laughs> go off to college. While I keep talking about these bricks I'm selling out here <laughs> in the fucking hood. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that that may be Jeezy's personal upbringing. But you don't live in the hood no more, Jeezy. You're not moving bricks no more like that. Your kids probably live in a very nice neighborhood and your message should begin to reflect that because there are a lot of young people who take these things literally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, oh, by the way, Future's not on lean anymore. And let's also see if he can still make good music. I'm not going to lie. His music might be trash. Last couple of songs he he put out. Is he sober? Yeah, it's trash. Right? So me understanding the esoteric principles of getting high and what that's about that takes you in other dimensions to grab concepts from other dimensions. I get it. But too much of anything and the abuse of anything is what I'm always against. Yeah. Right? Uh, side note, I don't want to hear Mary J. Blige music when she's in a happy relationship. <laughs> I just don't. That might be selfish. When she's going through some shit, she's going to put out some heat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear DMX sober. I want to hear his demons that he's fighting for. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to hear that shit. The music is just better. What do you want me to tell you? Right. Yeah. 
Richard Pryor went through shit. He got on stage and told you about his life, right? So no disrespect, uh, but that's what artistry in its truest essence is really all about. It's about telling your story, your struggle, or using the platform you have created to do so. And now he's sober. He's got to get acclimated back to being sober. So his first couple of songs will probably be duds. Because I'm not going to lie, his, uh, I think that was his second album, Dirty Sprite 2, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's, it's, that's not the fuck up the comments. What, what album is that shit on? Hunted down, hunt down. Uh, fuck up some commas. Uh, what's that? Fuck up some commas, y'all. Hunted down. That, that, that shit caught me on the highway. I said, what the? <laughs> fuck, fuck up some commas. This that might have been that. Had me speeding down the west side. So, yeah, that I been do that recognize yeah. the talent there, right? He can get it back, but he has to get acclimated to this vibration of being sober for a while. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to put a few duds out, and then he'll probably get acclimated. Because I used to think I couldn't, I, I never wrote on paper anyway, but I, I didn't think I could write and be creative because I stayed high all day. Yeah. <laughs> and it took me about two years to say, okay, now I don't have to be high. I'm I'm digging deep within to get it out. So um, just something to, to, to keep an eye on with his music. Mary J. Blige got a divorce recently, right? Is she? Oh, yeah. So the next album she dropped going to be Fire. DMX is she, she, look, she, she posted some pictures on, on Instagram. She looked really happy, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> she looked real happy. She looked good, too. She's like, she looked good. God yeah, damn yeah. it. God damn it, yeah. Mary. What's DMX status? Oh, he's he's coming out of jail. Oh, he's about to do the uh, Ayala Fix My Life thing. Oh, okay. He's trying to do it again. Because I think he did it with her before. He's right, trying, and he's refixing his life. Yeah, he's trying because he's still in jail for tax evasion. And for tax evasion. Yeah. Okay, shout out DMX. Shout out Let's Get Free. We appreciate you. Yeah, Let's Get Free. We always appreciate that love you bring. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, you know. <clears throat> let's let's, let's oh, you did, did you hear, um, <laughs> you've been watching um, Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy, yo. Clap this little <laughs> nigga up. <laughs> if you ain't seen the Breakfast Club yeah. interview, listen. I've never been a fan of Soldier Boy. He's young, he's, but to see him talk his shit and the people he helped and his pioneer and how a million dollars just fall in his hands for doing things and the way he was G-checking Charlemagne and yo, I, 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 my boy Dave, shout out Dave, AC Dave, you already know what it is. He called me. He said, dude, you got to watch this, this, this Breakfast Club interview with uh, Soldier Boy. I said, really? He said, dude. So I watched it. And I was impressed just with the things that he does. Maybe not necessarily his message as a mm-hmm. young guy and this and that, but he's showing growth. He was honest. Yo, I made a lot of mistakes. I remember Karis one telling me, he said, yo, Doc, when I ran up on him, I was going to get his ass. And then I realized he was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he didn't know about old school hip hop. And I had to change my approach. So I found his honesty to be refreshing. Yeah, man, you know, I'm trying to get it together. This and that. I was young. I shot those dudes. Yo, <laughs> his whole story was fascinating. He got his console, yeah. his his gaming system. He like, yo, they can make more. Why can't I? You know yeah. what I mean? So I got a movie deal coming. All of these things by this yeah. young dude who came out with uh, Soldier Boy, uh, uh, the U song, Superman. The U. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one we said? Uh, Superman, those yeah, holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what does that mean? No, you know what's crazy? Cause and I think you told me. I said. What the hell does Superman those hoes mean? And I didn't know it meant come on the girl's back and put a sheet on her back 
and let the cum stick to her back. I told you that? Well, somebody told me that. I think it was Marcus. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Cause... I was saying, though, dude, he keeps saying Superman those hoes. And I was like, how do you Superman a hoe? Yeah. And yeah, so when I found out that, I was like, oh, Shout out to Aaron, Aaron Gathers. We appreciate you. I was appalled. Yeah, I, I didn't tell you that. Cause I, yeah, I, 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 now you were too young. To tell me that, nah, but, but um, you know what the crazy thing was? Because every when people go on the, on on these rants, the internet will humble you. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. But everybody just kind of agrees, like, yo, he got a point. He was like, Drake, Drake. We, yo, that was we funny. Can, yeah, we, but we're gonna talk about that too because he brought up the line Drake used, and then people have been running with that, like, yo, my goat would never. Using like I'm like yeah, if they would just do Jay Z. Oh, Jay Z got about a, a and hour Big, long and Biggie lines. Yeah, you be there, you be there all long. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. But Cam- I had, Cam- Cameron did it years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm not facts. a yes, he did. Yeah, he I'm put not out a the compilation. I'm, I'm not a biter. I'm a no. I'm not a writer. I'm a biter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron uh, Gathers, appreciate that's how, it. Yeah, that's how I pronounce it. Aaron, Aaron Gathers, appreciate that that support. Um, yeah. So um. I was impressed with him. I'm not going to get into all the little politics of who he is and this and that. But a young man like that who's making his own money, making his own way. A lot of us at home ain't doing nothing, talking shit about him. But going to our job on Mondays, uh, you know, you, you got to give that young dude a little bit of credit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, real quick, dope story. Dope story. Uh, Mariah, I, I don't really know how to say her name. Uh, don't butcher her name. Yeah. Just say beautiful young sister. The, the no, girl, you got to say her name because, you know, this, our message goes out. We want to show her love. Uh, Marcy Martin, she's she's a young girl on Blackish. She's the youngest sister on Oh, the on young Black-ish. sister on Blackish, the TV show. Yeah, on yes. Blackish TV show. She has become, like, the youngest, I, I guess, the youngest movie producer. Executive producer. The youngest executive movie. Executive producer in the history of movies. In the history of movies, clap that up. Yeah. Odyssey, you're failing me. Odyssey, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. She's 14. Get your life together. So no, that's amazing. She had an idea. Tell a story. So the story is that um, Will Packer, who is the executive producer on on the show Blackish, which she acts on, she approached him. First of all, she told her agent about it, and her agent told her, yo, you need to chill. He just kind of brushed off. kind of relaxed, so she fired her agent. She fired her agent at 14 years old. Yeah. Fired her agent. Clap that shit yeah. up. He was probably a white man. Fired her agent, and then she approached Will Packer about, this, about a movie idea, and he liked it. He liked it. And then he gave her executive producer credit. That's what I'm talking about. So, and it's coming out. It's called Little. It's with uh, Regina Hall. And Issa Rae. That's dope. Yeah. It look, I saw the preview and it, it looked hilarious to me. So I'm going to see it. Yeah, we want to support that. <clears throat> Odyssey has just walked in the room. She don't know what's going on. So I'm going to tell her I'm disappointed in her life. She's 17. She ain't produced no movies yet. Here's a 14-year-old girl who's got you beat. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. she doing? Homework? Homework. Trying to go to college and all of that. Come on, man. Get homework. it together. Nah, I'm only kidding. Honestly, she's my girl. I'm she's not doing kidding. her I'm thing. I'm not kidding. You disappoint me. Uh, you know, she's going to be our fashion uh, consultant with a lot of these young designs that we come out. Because we're not going to be doing just uh, like uh, conscious community designs. Yeah, yeah, we, this is going to be a broad <clears throat> a range of things where, and you know. We're trying to get Odyssey to start her own line. 
Yeah, we're trying to get out of this city to start. Should I give the no, name? No, no, you wait. shouldn't because somebody's going to gonna steal it. I will wait. My pops can't hold water for his I life. Wait. I, I will wait. Sometimes you got to put things in the universe. Man. Right? But we want to shout her out. Uh, the, the sky's the limit. Definitely. Everybody should, you know, take these things a little bit more serious. Facts, facts, facts. Facts. So... This next story, right? I thought this is just what I've been seeing, right? So I wrote an article on Urban X at NYC yesterday. Quick plug, right? And it was about um, this new hashtag that I've been seeing on Twitter. It's called uh, First Them. First Them. Was that started by Tyreek Nashi? I believe it was. Okay, okay. Because right? I, I heard him saying something about we have to stop uh, uh, blaming just our people expecting justice and look at the cause of this are the ones who seem to get no kind of right. nothing. They just skating around walking. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I wrote an article and, and I felt like it, it was basically um, kind of pinpointing where the divide starts in our community and why we start arguing with each other. Okay, this is psychoanalysis shit. Yeah, I'm just saying because once we, uh, when people on Twitter, black women on Twitter complain about R. Kelly and then you in turn go, but what about any other white pedophiles named Ted Nuge and, um, Elvis Presley, all these people who are, who have been accused and, you know, of, of similar crimes and even more heinous crimes than R. Kelly. Yes. Once you do that, once you just go, but what about them? It comes off as dismissive, like you're not taking... What I initially said seriously, and you're not being, you're not sympathizing, right? With and and, and and again, to me, that goes back into the victim consciousness concept. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be a victim, and we are victims to a certain degree. But what makes black people so special is because, in spite of not having a father, in spite of being molested, in spite of being discriminated against, in spite of police brutality, we still find a way to rise. And be triumphant. Do not think white people or white people do not admire the endurance and fortitude of who we are. Because they could not, under any circumstances, go through what we go through, still party, dance, still take care of our families, still show love. So I'm not burying the victim. I'm simply saying um, we have to uh, arise, find a way. To rise above it because as long as you telling me, look at me, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, we never move forward. We never yeah. move forward as a capacity. And a lot of women are super sensitive about these situations. And I told you, and this is just my humble opinion, more men get raped in this country than women. But we'll just leave that there. Uh, yeah. In prisons, in the homosexual, go study the Greek philosophy, the whole Greek way of life. You don't see no women. You see, all the little boys, the whole word mentor is a Greek word or one of those words dealing with men dealing with fucking boys, mm. right? So that secret society that you don't see, so you get the outer realm, and I'm not saying women do not get raped, please. Our sisters, all women need to be protected, but I'm simply saying women and men, everybody's a victim in this country to some capacity. So when you say your victimhood is more than mine, I, I begin to question that. Go to, look, how many black men in prison right now? For long stints, right? Mm -hmm. right? How many secret societies? How many gateways you gotta uh, come through to come in the music industry? You know, that's a form of rape. You know what I mean? That a lot of people don't talk about. 
especially men, men in particular, will at least some women will come forward. A lot of women won't because they feel they're going to be tried twice. And right. I understand fully. Like, right. a bitch, I don't believe you. You was hanging out. And yo, a lot of them have been raped. Yo, um, um, what's her name? Amber Rose, who I'm not really a fan of, she said something really profound. She said, if 50 dudes call a woman a hoe, you believe them. But if 50 women call a guy a rapist, you question it. You question it. And that's a profound statement. Very profound. Very profound statement. So, do not misconstrue what Dot is saying. The rape situation, the perversion, all of that stuff needs to be dealt with on a grand scale in this country. But if you stop our conversation right there, we don't get to the meat of the conversation. And some of us are trying to say, let's get to the source of a lot of this behavior. Right. And um, the, the, the them first hashtag, I get it, right? I, I totally get it. And it's just highlighting these people who... The media have chosen to protect these uh, white predators. The media have chosen have to protect. Chosen but to protect. All I was saying is, I'm, I'm just talking about the actual dialogue. Right. Absolutely. The actual, just the actual dialogue between and, and black men and black women. Quick. Oh, oh. So, so now you're gonna dismiss it? Right. No, I'm not dismissing it. R. Kelly should go to jail. Right. I right, said right, that right, right. nine times in my sit down, and people seem to not all overlook that. Yeah. I said that about nine or yeah. ten times. Yes. Yeah. Right. But I was trying to get to the the cusp of his behavior. <clears throat> Side note, I want <clears throat> to mention a view that I want to pass over to the family <clears throat> in regard to the R. Kelly situation that I didn't break down oh. on tape, which was most predators operate in the dark. Most predators do not want to be seen, so they sneak in, you know, telling little girls this, and they're doing it because they don't want to be seen because they know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Everything he perpetuated or did was in the light. Mm. He married Aaliyah. Then he showed up on MTV with matching fucking outfits on. That is not something you do in the dark. He, I mean, he did that in the light, which indicates he didn't see nothing wrong with what the fuck he was doing. Hmm. That goes back to another mental, because if you know what you're doing, you don't do that in the light. He married her and showed up with fucking matching outfits. It wasn't until they smacked his hand, mm. because I told you mentally he ain't no more than 12 years old. Mm. They smacked his hand and told him what he was doing was wrong, that he then began uh. to go in the fucking dark. He was doing that shit in the open for everyone to see, and nobody brought that point up. I just thought that was a little weird, because that is not the M.O. of a sinister, perverted pedophile who understands what they're doing. Even the priest, they don't operate in the light. Everything is done in the mm -hmm. dark. His first actions, which were foul, right? Who the fuck takes a 15-year-old chick to the altar unless they are, there's something wrong with them. Mm. You know what I mean? Who shows up with, I don't show up in matching outfits with my wife and I'm a grown-ass <laughs> man. Who the fuck goes on MTV <laughs> with matching outfits on yeah. unless it's somebody Who's mentally unstable and don't think what they're doing is wrong, and that's just that's just my two cents on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But real quick, now, um, so uh, now that we're on the them first thing, uh, I saw this about Ted Nugent. Ted who is Nugent, a racist NRA director. Director. Ted yeah. Nugent. 
And he don't make no qualms about his shit. Yeah, so he uh, actually, he admits that he's a pedophile. He actually adopted a girl when she was 13 and had her parents sign her over to him. Oh, shit. And he wrote a song about it. And I'm not going to sing the song. I'll, tell, I'll read the lyrics for you. Yeah, read the lyrics. He said, well, I don't care if you're 13. You look too good to be true. I just know you're probably clean. Uh, Jailbait, you look fine, fine, fine. That's quite all right. I asked your mama, wait a minute, officer, don't put the handcuffs on me. Put them on her. I'll share her with you. He said that. Ted Nugent wrote that shit. He wrote that. And he sung that. And he sung that. He sings that shit. All right? So, you, this rabbit hole is deep. That's nasty. That's some real creepy, nasty shit. That's nasty. And side note, for everybody who's going to say, well, R. Kelly wrote... Uh, pedophile songs for every song you say that he wrote as a pedophile I can counter with an inspirational song or a love song that changed your life we could be here all day with this shit alright so don't tell me uh, it seems like you're ready was oh that was a pedophile song yeah well I believe I can fly wasn't a pedophile song we'll be here all day ping ponging back and forth with this shit so let's not get tit for tat and, 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 and go down that road because we'll be playing ourselves are there any questions Let's get some questions. Yeah. Let's get some questions. Did you hear about, um, like, while people are getting their questions, right? Did you hear about uh, the thousands of men requesting to bring in child, adolescent brides to the New York that were approved? That were approved. The Associated Press. Over the last decade. Yeah. So, our government approves child brides. Brides. Like, young as, like, 50. This one dude was 49 years old. And he applied for an admission for a 15-year-old to be his bride. Okay. To come in the country. To come in the country. See, because out of the country, there's a whole different vibe of energy going on with that. And I told you, these people, this is their thing. And they're getting closer and closer to coming out of their bag. They can't contain this shit no more. You know what I mean? So you're going to start seeing weirdo shit uh, right in your face, full steam. And they use the LBGT and all of that. As a segue. So that's just cannon fodder. So if you accept them, now you got to accept the rest of this. Uh, where do you draw the line at? And, and I'm steady on my, my platform talking about it because it's crazy. You know what I mean? But what you deem crazy, other people deem a normal way of life. And they're here and they're tired of hiding and smuggling kids. And where do you think all these kids go? All mm. these missing kids every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sex trafficking. Yeah. And if not sex trafficking... It's a whole bunch of other... Remember, I told you, uh, there's no part of the human body that goes to waste. So there are those taking it for sex. There are those who need organs. There are those who need to drink blood. And the highest realm are those who need the adrenochrome. So uh, that goes to the rich people. So no part of the human trafficking goes to waste. It's all depending on which level of the trafficking movement you're on. It's all crazy. Oh, uh, some... uh... Elazar, he said, peace died from the bed. He was the dude in the hospital uh, with his son, with his son being born. Oh, last healthy, he had the baby? Healthy boy, born last Friday. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Clap it up to my man. Had that baby boy. Hey, now, go back and watch the tape I put out on fatherhood. All right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to help you through, man. Uh, it's going to pull you through uh, these tough times because now the relationship has changed. Your world is going to change. The young king is going to be looking up to you. Wife, you're going to need those early three in the morning. Uh, you know, you get up at three in the morning and handle your business. 
uh, you know, wifey's gonna be going through a certain phase where she might have put on some little weight. She ain't looking her best. She's still the queen. She will bounce back, get down for the get down, and life is gonna be amazing for you, King. Start a business now so that when he turns 15, all he knows is business. You know I, what I mean? Did, did I tell you a story about um, my, my coworker? Yeah, her, her father, when she was born. When, her, when she was born, her father, uh, when he got her social security, he put the hospital bills in her name and paid them off. So by the time she was grown and then she started you know, getting her own credit. She had 20 years of, of credit course. history. That's something Look, every she, black person she had, can do. She had like 28 years of credit. She was 28 years old. So yeah. understand that's something all of us can do as black people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me sign the birth certificate in my son or daughter's name. And I know the moors are going crazy. You don't need a birth certificate. And shit. <laughs> you ain't on the grid. And you just sign it to the queen. I know all of that shit. But I'm just simply saying for the common folk who ain't hook, right? When you go in, sign it in your kid's name, set it, and forget it. Black folk, what we do? We did, my, my mom put the cable in my name. <laughs> fucking light bill. Don't, don't pay it. Don't pay it. <laughs> shit. They ready to take me to jail at 12 and shit. You know, our parents do some crazy <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? So now we have to change our mindsets. Yeah. So shout out to my man on the baby boy. We love it. We uh, love it. Erica W. says she got her urban culture decoded in the mail today. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. We had a glitch or two where people were getting their tracking numbers and the book was sitting in the post office. We delivered it for some strange reason, but we went out and we handled that. We don't question none of that. We know the Urban X Nation is, is faithful and loyal and we send other books out just to keep it moving. Back to another commercial. Dun, dun, dun. This one, I, I, I found a box of it. 36 of them in a box. IDecoded.com is where you can get it. This is Hip Hop Decoded, the second edition. The first edition, all gone. Only 36 in print of these. Do you want to get a small disclaimer real quick? No, no disclaimers (laughs) on this book. Okay. I know what Malcolm is talking about. I got a quote from somebody in the book that he has got problems with. No, this is a dope book. I don't have problems with book. All right. So get this book. Confession, I've never read it. I've never read the whole thing. Yeah, I know, because you're a sucker. You I, read, no, I, read, I, was, I was in the sixth grade when I came out. You a hater. I read, I, she ain't read my books. I told him I'm being my casket. She was like, eh, I should have read my dad's I read, I, read, I read Urban Culture twice. Yeah, yeah, that's great. This is the original. I'll get to it. Give me 25. I'll get to it. 20 for you. 20. So, um, Somebody yeah, get asked that. me if I would make that on one of the book club uh, books. It's not... It's, it's not enough. It's, it's not only enough, 36 yeah. unless all of y'all in the book club buy it tomorrow. Yeah. And if we overwhelming, got them in the book club, we'll, we'll yeah. do that. But uh, somebody also somebody also asked how you can get down with the book club. All you got to do is go to urbanx.nyc and then there's a prompt right there on the, on the side. It says sign up. All you have to do is put in your email. You'll get... Um, you'll get... You'll get an email back telling you um, when we'll meet. Peace, Evelyn. I see you, King. And uh, what book that we're reading, the book is actually on the website as well. And then I gave a short list of five other books, just other recommendations. That other you recommendations. Like. I got my book. I got the e-version because, you know, I be having my iPad with me a lot. Yeah. And uh, I cracked it. So I, I'm in the game. I'm yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You start with
Yeah. Any more questions in the chat? Uh, somebody says, did you hear about the law in California that says you don't have to close if you have HIV with your partners? That's old. I, I did hear about that. Dude. So now you don't have to disclose that you have the HIV virus when you're having sex with somebody. That's wild. <clears throat> what? Especially if, now if you don't know, you don't know. If you know. And you have sex with somebody and you do not inform That's them. That's like premeditated murder, Absolutely. No? Absolutely. So now they remove that law. I, I don't know what that's about or who that's going to protect or, or, or the whole science behind that. I'm confused. But that's... I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. Hmm. Oh, the Nike no-lace shoe. That look crazy. The what? The Nike no-lace dress well, with the app. You can control like the color with the, the phone on the app. How much How much those running? I don't know. Because I only spend $50. I wear sketches. You already know. I don't go above 55 <laughs> <laughs> I'll be complaining like fifty five. Like, when are these going on sale? Shit, you know. Buy one get one. Buy one, get one. I come out with seven pairs of motherfuckers. You bought me a pair. Yo, dude. And yeah. they were the wrong size. <laughs> and I gave them to you to replace them. Listen, I, I need my I sketches. Know. Okay, okay. Yeah, my yeah. bad. I'm wearing dad jeans now. You know, <laughs> life has changed. You turn fifty, you just don't give a fuck as much. You just hey, you know. Any more questions? Any more questions? Let's get some questions going in here. Somebody said your W's tonight are painful. <laughs> My right. Yeah, them should hurt. Hurting the ears on that shit. So. Um, what else? What else we got? What else we got? Of course, Charlie Sheen has been shooting his 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 dots all through the industry. Yes, bro. Clarence White. Yeah, he. That's see, he might have infected. They said 70% of the women in Atlanta are affected. I don't believe those numbers. No. I don't know where they bring those numbers from. No, remember, um, was it the FDA or like the... Well, the CDC is the, there. Yeah, they said it's like an epidemic at this point now. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we spoke about at that. At that, are you going to start doing lectures again? No. <laughs> no. I hate traveling. I hate uh, being up in, in, in hotels. And I think people be following me and shit. Uh <laughs> Uh, the, the conscious community don't want to pay well. Uh, I got to take my shoes off. All this shit that... So this gives me an opportunity to sit and at least have an outlet to meet and, and, and greet the people as much yeah. as possible. This hour and a half on Thursdays, a sit down uh, from time to time works. Uh, you know, but if the price is right, you may bring that out of retirement. No, he no. travels with an assistant. And I travel with an assistant. See, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this is what I do. Because, you know, I'm transparent. People be calling me. So I, I, I give them this crazy price now. And I tell them I travel with an assistant as well. And they go, we'll get back to you. And I go, thanks. Because I didn't want to come anyway. So if you booking me, I travel with an assistant. My price is blah, blah, blah. And yeah, yeah. Because he has to uh, carry my papers. And shit. Exactly. I yeah. got to be out there too. He got to be out there too. It's sort of like shipping and handling. Right? I charge shipping. and Look, I'm... Look, I'm handling this. Yeah. That's $2, $3, right? They're just to handle your shit. Somebody. So, yeah. so for the people, because people keep asking about the Hip Hop Decoded book, um, that's going up on the site tomorrow. Am I right? That's going up on the site tonight. I'm looking at my wife. She's, she's giving me the Okay, okay. so that's idecoded.com. After these go, they're not in print anymore. Right, they're not in print. That's it. I guess and I only up you might you might be able not not even on Amazon, right? Slow. eBay, they seventy dollars right yeah, now. Yeah. eBay, eighty dollars. Somebody had not not eBay. No, I have an ebook. You can get the ebook version, but if you want a physical, tangible version, 
I looked in storage and it was they were sitting there. It was like a gift. Thirty six of these shits. You can have them. Twenty five hours. Eli told me, Dad, you should go fifty. I said, No, Eli, calm down. We're gonna go twenty five for the people. You know, because we launching other businesses and shit. You know, so uh, yeah, those should go hot off the press by tomorrow. Yes, wifey's looking over. Yes, yes. Uh oh. No, no, no. We're not going to throw in damaged books. Come on, T. Damaged books, the ones that fell. No, we will donate those. So what else is going on in the chat? We're almost um, at 25,000 subs. Almost at 25,000. Almost at 25,000. Am I supposed to do heroin? What am I supposed to do? No, nah, I say 50. We do, I say, No, no. Heroin. <laughs> I mean, 50, we celebrate again. Okay, okay. 50. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we did 20. 50. Oh. And we did, I think we... When we got to 21, we celebrate. So I'd say the next one is 50. Okay, yep. The next big milestone is 50, okay? What else? What else? Somebody said they got their books super fast. I love the fact that you got your books super fast. Um, we here at uh, Momi, we don't play. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Back in the days, we had problems because if wifey had personal problems with me, she wouldn't send the orders out and shit. You know, I'm like, yo, you can't. You can't do that, boo. You can't. You making these people suffer because you mad at me. She was like, you know, you're right. So, you know, we don't have those issues now. She could be mad at me and the orders still go out. Because I said, why are these books just sitting around? Why are you sitting around? Like, God damn it. Then I got to go to the post office. I don't know what I'm doing and shit. You know, so it was early on. Oh, what do you think of uh, Donald Trump serving McDonald's for the Clemson players? I didn't have a problem with that. Let me tell you why. Okay. I didn't have a problem with that because what do they really want to eat? Fucking hamburgers and fries. They're kids. Uh, right? Let's take it out the box. Like No, no, no. Make to it me, look like... To me, know. that was real. But he was using it probably as a photo op no. for the shutdown government Yeah, that's what, he was doing. that's what he was doing. He was looking at it as a, as a photo yeah. op to make it look like, see, the government is shut down. We would have people in here feeding. Because those players... They put on them suits. They don't want to fucking eat filet mignon yeah. and some shit that they don't know. Yeah. They really want to eat burgers and fries. So he got right to the core of it. I gave him a few points for it, but people were all, yeah, yeah. Obama fed the other kids sirloin and shit. The kids ain't eat that shit. Um, so what do you think is going to happen with this shutdown? Um, because yo, I feel like, uh, give it, um, like say people can't get their food stamps. Two months. Oh, then it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. I and will then, say, BJ's, the aisles will be empty. But I'm saying... But it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. And then, like, say, like, people start looting and rioting and stuff like that. Because and then what, what, what Trump has notice, to declare martial law and then... So yeah. pay attention because nothing is done by accident. Everything you see is something scripted to a certain degree. He's following orders. Action, reaction, or action... Reaction solution. Yeah. Right? So the Hegelian, uh, you know, situation is in play here. And it's going to get to a, a bubble because what we're noticing is most black people are two paychecks away from being homeless. Mm-hmm. Maybe three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so People what, that work for the TSA couldn't barely get to work. Absolutely. So we, uh, this is a perfect time to segue into DJ, uh, the, the money, money coach. coach. Yeah. Why you need to watch that because you need at least... Eight months. Susie Orman used to teach that. My wife was on that shit for years. We need eight months. I bet I grew up in the hood. Eight months. Yeah. You lucky if we, we get next week's rent paid in this mother. 
But that's the truth so that you can withstand just a little bit because you start turning on your neighbor. The neighbors with the nice car that you thought had some bread, you find out ain't got no bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, this is being done systematically to break people down. Um, we have to stay diligent. We have to stay strong as black people. If you know, because I saw a friend of mine, Tracy Corbin, shout out Tracy from the MTA. She put a post up saying, if you are a, a government worker and you are hungry, I will feed you. She said, I may not have enough money to you know, pay your bills, but if you are hungry, I will feed you. So we have to start checking on the people that we know who are government workers who may need just a little bit of help. This ain't about your ego. We all yeah. black folk. We know what this is. You know what I mean? So if you need some help, yo, I need a little help. I'm a government worker. I'm going through something to, to help you pay your phone bill, your life yeah. bill. We have to chip in and, and make that happen for our people. Facts. Now, this is um, totally random, but it came across my timeline on Twitter. Okay. This is uh, this is a conspiracy thread. I'm going to put the actual link in the, in, the, um, in the chat so other people can see it. And it was like it's some conspiracy about Trump being like a time traveler because this woman oh, yeah, he was telling me about this. Yeah, this person found um, a book uh, that was written in ninth in eighteen ninety three about a boy named Baron Trump, and that's that's Trump's name. No, no, it's Trump's youngest son's name. Oh, that's the son, youngest son's youngest son, name. Youngest wow. son's name. And who found a secret portal on time travel, and then that's you know, and look, it kind of looks like him. Wow! Yeah, wow! So, so I'm gonna put the I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually put it in the um this in, when he breaks this shit down it's spooky this is yeah some, yeah this is some Mandela effect shit this is some creepy yeah, shit I'm actually put it in the chat I thought it was funny I actually believe time travel yeah. is real I'm actually put it in the chat right now you so know what I mean check that for yourselves I thought it was funny so Twitter sure. it's a Twitter thread I thought it was cool but so uh, what can be reached. Uh, you tell me. Uh, so I only work here on, on Instagram and Twitter. You can be we can be reached at UrbanX underscore NYC. You can go to the actual written blog, check out some articles. Uh, you sign up for the actual book club at UrbanX.NYC. Um, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, uh, Radio Public, Audio Boom, all that good stuff. Uh, don't forget to give us a good rating. Facts. And uh, give us a like on um, YouTube and subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. All that good stuff. Facts. And? Everlast, see your message about eating to live. Absolutely. Uh, I'm in agreement with all of that. I'm just up here shooting the breeze about Trump's, you know, situation and college kids who don't learn how to eat well until they come home unless you teach it to your kids early. Facts, facts. Facts, facts. Oh, uh, with that being said, uh, don't forget to watch out for our our clothes, our apparel, Open X Apparel. Yes. February first. February first. We'll we're be launching. We'll be um, you know, talking about that as the time comes out, and we'll be also debuting some more designs for you guys. Absolutely. Well. We hope you you love the stuff we're debuting now. It's a fact. And we're gonna continue every week. We're gonna try to show something. Yeah. Don't send us no more shirts. Don't it's over. Nah, it's over. You it's had over. a moment. Yeah. Uh, we told you. Price is too high now. Feel me? It's All it. right. So With that being said, I'm gonna let that go. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing.
flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he showed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. This program is brought to you by Paper, Tutors for All. The last couple of years haven't been easy for students. Kids are struggling. Schools and families are too. But what if there are new ways to help? What if tutoring was part of every student's experience? What if it was available 24-7 and free? When schools choose Paper, students get free 24-7 access to tutors. And if you're listening to this right now, there's a good chance your child's school already has Paper or will be adding it very soon. Visit paper.co and find out more. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.